All right, everyone, welcome. Taste of Forbidden Fruit. Uh, it's been a while. This is our first show of the year. And as always, I have my two lovely partners with me, Callie and Dana. Ladies, and you say hi. Hi. Hello. Hi, everybody. It's been a while. It really has. It has 2021. Been. Yeah. It has been a while. Things are finally starting to open up. Yeah. Starting to get back to regular hours. Yay. Some sort of quote-unquote normalcy is coming back to society, if there was ever such a term. Right. <laughs> yeah, what is normal? Yeah, yeah especially with the, we deal with. Yeah. Abnormal I know, right? Normal. normal. What's normal? Exactly. Yeah, normal to, is normal. We're trying to get back to, as they say, a regularly scheduled programming. So how have you ladies been? I'm... I'm doing okay. How about you, Kelly? I'm I'm good. I'm yeah. good. We're we're making some headway and yeah. we're doing really good. I mean, our stores are are thriving, yeah. which is awesome sauce to me. Agreed. I I was sick, but I'm good. No I got COVID, knocked right? out by a six year old. <laughs> <laughs> he had a um. He had a cold, and then I caught it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I was under the weather last week. So, other than that, yeah, I'm doing really good. Yeah. Hours changed. Yeah. I owner, I talked to him. He said, well, he talked to me when he came out. You know, we've been doing, since the COVID epidemic hit last March, when we reopened in May, since then, we've been doing like Christmas numbers like all of the stores have really been doing well yeah you know people have been staying home and I guess when you're at home what else are you gonna do it, I agree with that because it has opened up and I'm, I'm not trying to glorify coronavirus I'm not but it has opened a lot of people's minds to try a different approach to what they want to do regularly in the bedroom mm -hmm. like now people are like we're bored now let's try you know bondage yeah you know, that kind of thing. Or let's try anal, you know, yeah. which is, I think is awesome. Anal, DP, pegging. Yeah. That's like super, super people are into that. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I get a lot of newbies coming in. Mm -hmm. I have a whole bunch of other new cu customers mm -hmm. that have come in. And I don't know about you, Andrea. Your store has, has a lot of customers come in. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people have come in. It's funny because I think this, with the pandemic, it's... Mm -hmm. When the stores were closed down, you know, it forced them to stay at home and be around each other more than they probably wanted to. Yeah. With, so yeah. We, we'll probably have, you know, a lot of COVID babies as a result. <laughs> They're of, already there. Yeah, yeah, as a result of what, you know, of being indoors for so long. And, and I'm, I'm sure it, it people that we, they rekindled a lot of intimacy, be forced yeah. to do so. You know, and then people came in the store and they would say they were, they were spending time and getting to know each other again yeah. because, you know, they, they had nothing else to do. And so it translated. Yeah. Literally. So, yeah, really, literally. So <laughs> they got boring and then they yeah, wanted to yeah. spice it up mm -hmm. a little bit. So it translated into finding new and creative ways yeah. to, to entertain each other and, you know, somewhat keep your head afloat with all the madness that was going on. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it was a good tension. Obviously, we all know sex is a great tension reliever and there certainly was tension last year. So, it's Well, that been, boredom. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And so that's, that's pretty much what we were seeing. And now, hopefully, as things get back to normal, everybody will continue to do that. They won't all of a sudden, you know, break apart and stop having those connections and those bonds, you know. Yeah. And I liken it a lot to when people, when we start to have computers and cell phones and everything, 
you saw a lot of the, the family dynamic, the fabric of the family dynamic being unthreaded because kids were going in their rooms to eat or even taking their phones at the table. They weren't like in mm -hmm. old days when you'd have that olden days, you sat at the table and you talked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, but, I did. But now, a lot of times, mm -hmm. kids they'll grab their food, go in the room, yeah. go on their computer, yep, they'll be sitting at the that. table, mm -hmm. and yeah. have a phone. Yeah. And so, I liken that to what's going on here. So, hopefully, that doesn't happen when things open up. Hopefully, that these bonds that were reconnected and reestablished, they continue yeah. to to work on that, as opposed to going back to the way they were. Things were pre-COVID, where people aren't really are too busy to spend time with each other yeah and we know you want to we'll, be we'll present see. right right yeah, yeah well, so we'll, as my we'll, dad says yeah we'll see be present we'll see. all right coming back i have a very special guest from the shop so everyone stay tuned yay all right everyone welcome back uh this is dre we are here with a very special guest opinionated. very special <laughs> he says opinionated <laughs> outspoken fantastically funny there you go yep Witty, witty, yeah. All the superlatives, all the things I can think about that I can say about this person over the last I guess, four or so years we've known each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, he affectionately goes by Ethel, and that's pretty much all I will say. I will give him and Callie the floor and let the ladies talk because they have <laughs> much to say. First off, I will say, Ethel, welcome to the show. Thank you yeah, for thank having me. you. And tell the people listening a little bit about yourself, whatever you'd like to say. There you go. Okay, well, I am a happily married man. Right. However, I am a bisexual man. Okay. So I've crossed the aisle back and forth. Mm -hmm. I have two children. Mm -hmm. I have a house doing the American dream. Oh, okay. Working for Do a living. Do you have the... the the white picket fence and a little dog or no i have actually a black picket fence <laughs> oh nice <laughs> and, uh, and it's, a cat. I, it's iron um and, and i no cat because oh, my son's allergic to cats oh, oh. um but i got the swimming pool in the backyard oh, the two nice. cars the two car garage there you go um on a private street nice you know it, it's all a it's the american dream yes you know of course getting to that age where you complete it you're good yeah okay. You level up, yep. as people say. Yeah. Now, a while back we had another friend of mine on the show. And he was talking about how bookstores, he was a gay man. He was not bisexual. Although he was, at one point in time, I think in a relationship with a female. But then after that, he was just with men. But he was saying how bookstores changed over the years. And so forth. So how long have you been... Um, I don't... And how would you say they've changed? Is it so? I couldn't say that I make it a habit of frequenting them. Mm -hmm. I do frequent them. Mm -hmm. um, mainly I'll go in and I'll buy stuff for my personal stuff or um, outside of the bookstore. Right. There are a couple times um, that I've gone in how I met you. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I haven't really seen a change. Um, with this pandemic, I expected more of a change. Right, right. Um, however, uh, one thing I've noticed is when you got sexual needs, it don't matter if you're wearing a mask or not. I'll be perfectly honest about it. I, That's true. You know, I, I, but we did sell those blowjob masks that have the little hole. Now, see, I didn't did you know see that? those. No, I didn't okay. see those. Now that so would be we were interesting. Trying to, to get um, on board um, with the. But you know, thing. you could, one thing you could promote are the masks that just have a hole. It covers up the nose, covers it up did. the face. Oh, it did. It okay. covered everything. I, the mouth had a hole in I it. I do have one of those. <laughs> I will say I have one. So you can't but that's see everything. I always said during 
whatever type of crisis or whatever, there's always two things you can count on: people drinking, people having sex. Yes, absolutely. So alcohol business is never affected. Nope. The sex industry is never affected. And also um, because well, of California, we also have that legalized weed too, yeah, well, and so that which that goes kind of hand amplifies, in hand too. right? Yeah. Um, I can say now at at one of the stores they have ladies that would be in there. Mm-hmm. They were affected. Um, they couldn't. They didn't have a job they weren't there oh right yeah, um, yeah, yeah. which even though is odd because they're behind a glass window when you pay them to mm-hmm. perform for you mm-hmm. so you would yeah. think they'd be safer right right right, you know, right. are you it, talking like strip clubs or well, no no not a strip club this is where like peep show yeah like a peep show yeah, yeah like Jolar um, has you can go in and Yes. Girls behind the glass and things like that where it's safe because they're back there. And you're not I touching them? Joe Lauren. I, no. I didn't see that. Yeah. You know, they, did they, you go in the back? I did go in the back. Yeah, but yeah. I went I went to the preview. I previewed a movie. Sucked. And um, yeah. and then I went in the back and we went to arcade. Yeah, there's girls. If you go in the back, there's girls on the side. Kind of like on the, the, in the old days. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the street when you walk and you have the girls in the window front. You go up and see them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like the red light district house. Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like that. Right, right, so, right. I would presume they would have been, you know, back yeah. to the pandemic, yeah. much more safer because yeah, they're behind that class. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they were completely shut out. And I was, I've, I felt bad for them. Right. Well, what I was referring to when I meant not affected is, I mean, the, the industry itself. Like, for example, in our shop, our hours, we cut from mm-hmm. our 11 to 7. And we make twice as much money as we did before really since the since the pandemic hit last march we were out for about two months since then skyrocket i find it interesting um and and it's no disrespect to the industry whatsoever but like cheetahs when they were affected they were shut down the bookstores were shut down right the concern i had was how they reopened and how did they reopen under what category to be reopened, mm-hmm. um, at least for the booth aspect, not necessarily for the merchandise that's being sold. Right. I can understand people coming in and buying, you know, sexual aids or or whatever the case may be. But I would I expected the booths to be shuttered and shut down for mm-hmm. the time being. But you know, for when we first opened, I think we. But, Oh. We were, I don't know if we go in the back or we tell people, you know, it's kind of like an at your own risk type of thing. Right. And that I would expect. I, yeah. I thought it was more like the booth area where we have ours is that it's it's centered where it is six feet apart mm-hmm. from the other person. Because well, one person's this way and then the other person is this, you know what I'm saying? Right. So there was a, enough distance. And, and there is, even in the booths in the back. But yeah. my thought process was because you have to clean. And if there's only oh, one yeah. person in the I mean, store, that, then they're going to have to leave the front with the risk of somebody <clears throat> coming in and stealing while they're back there cleaning. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe right. So, but maybe there's two employees, or whatever the yeah. case may be. I expected that part to be shuttered for the time being, mm-hmm. but I no, was we amazed. Cleaned it. Yeah, we cleaned every amazed. single time someone came in. <laughs> yeah, Dana and I, we we got it done. Oh yeah. Yeah, we we cleaned after everybody. We did everything we were supposed to do so we could stay open and, and there's nothing wrong with that i mean i don't think any of the industries should have shut down uh mm-hmm. to be on a personal level i just there were too many people that were affected the lemon grove deli right you know right. It, oh, yeah, they had they had an outside area they had an inside area they shut down the inside 
they even and they, they end up gone. shutting down completely. Yeah, yeah, Pride Records is gone. Yeah, is yeah. it gone for good? Yeah, it's oh, the next one's in um, Texas. Oh wow, I just like Pride. I know I did too. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, a it, lot of our precious stores are gone now because of this. Oh yeah, Mancha, my my mother-in-law or my my um my mom kind of sort of my mom she used to work there she worked there 45 years and they closed their doors about yeah. a week after she left wow it just, it's just it's sad it is yeah. uh, you know and of These course mom and pop stores you know the government is trying to help out with all their money that they're giving out but yeah we yeah. know how well that's going to work in the future right, <laughs> right. I, nike's not helping <laughs> <laughs> One thing I wanted to talk to you about since you're here, because the big thing now is everything is online. A lot of times in the bookstores, people will come there to meet, right? Now they can meet online with a lot of the apps that they have. And earlier you were talking with Callie about an app that I, I never heard of it, but I mean, that doesn't mean anything. I haven't heard a lot of these social media apps anyway. But be thankful. It was called Sniffies. And you'll be amazed at how I learned, who I learned that from. So please, <laughs> in please my six, enlighten us. In my seven-year relationship, mm -hmm. after it was done and over with, I had lunch with the seven-year relationship man. And um, he's the one that said, hey, check this app out. Well, and it was Sniffies.com. Not that I'm promoting it right right um yeah they're not giving you most any most of the apps here. right they're not giving me anything <laughs> it was um, a free plug um most apps will now require a face mm -hmm. whereas before they required a crotch shot or a body shot and you get away with it or or, or whatever the case may be um sniffies allows whatever shot you want to give them so just to be clear <laughs> you're, you're saying that you can have Full frontal. Oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Or just the frontal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. And and it gives, it's sniffies. It's for people who want to look around, sniff around instead of going on the other apps. <laughs> and, but it's only for men. Um, yes. It's a, I haven't it's seen, a men based one. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen any women on there. There could be. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of men that are asking for uh, transgendered or cross dressers. You know, because they don't, somewhere in their mind, they think that the cross-dresser, while be it as a man, is a woman. And maybe that helps them, mm -hmm. you know, mentally. You mean I like Bruce and Buddies? Like that? Cross-dresser? Like yes. Frankenberger? Yes. Even though they're not, I don't think a lot of people like, know what bosom buddies is, but there we go. Yes, it's a perfect example. I know. I just aged Tom myself. Hanks. Let me tell you, I just he myself. looked good as a woman for a while. Um, I just anyway, aged myself. Yes. But yes, yes, where they dress up as a woman. Um, a couple of the other apps do show men dressed as women. They'll show a man picture, then they'll show a woman picture, and maybe guys want that. Maybe it gives them that secure feeling that they are engaging with a woman sexually. Even though it's not a woman. Hmm. Because there's man parts involved all the way so around. So it's psychological. Something to do with them psychologically. And, you know, I'm going to be perfectly honest. A blowjob is a blowjob, guys. Okay? You, you either enjoy it or you don't. The person giving it to you is doing a great job or they're not. You're not sitting there thinking, oh, this is a beautiful woman that's doing it or this is a beautiful man doing it. You're... 
Yeah, because men are more like that. They're yeah, more, and they are. They're more um, t- tangible. Right. Where females are a little bit more, they got to be in their head a little bit more. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that point. <laughs> I, I, I look at that and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the men that I have been with, they enjoy it. They ask me to come back. I'm not the best looking guy in the world. I'm not the Stop. most undesirable. Stop. But but the point is, <laughs> I do something so well that it's wanted. Mm-hmm. And some guys need to have it pictured as a woman that's doing it. So they have a cross-dresser that does it or a transgender woman that does it. Everybody has a fetish. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. We're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to get into... Another topic that I've been waiting to talk about. So we'll keep you on hold for right now. We'll be right back. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yay. All right, so we're back. Welcome back. And Ethel was telling a story earlier, and I tried to stop him and Callie because they start talking, and, they're <laughs> and I said we gotta wait and, and we gotta talk about that so the listeners can hear it too. And it was about equality, and it rang true with a lot of the social changes that are going on now. Just not political, but also you have so many. People trying to identify as certain genders, which in my mind are only two, but no one wants to be labeled as one of the other in some cases. Yeah. And then you have people with all of these different sexual identifiers, which to me, some of them are the same thing. It's just a different way to say it. But at the core, what Ethel said earlier, I think, is what everyone is looking for. And so if you would mind, as best you can, repeat the story you were telling Callie. Well, I'll add more to the story sure, to give absolutely. it more context. There you, go. you know, got to have that. Um, <laughs> growing up all my life, um, I I like women and like men, girls and boys, whatever you want to call them. And I went to high school and I was called quite a few names growing up, which is, you know, I guess is how it happens when you're a bully. Because um, they don't understand. And they didn't. But yeah. I didn't act on them. I did have a lot of feminine qualities. Um, but that was because I was raised by a woman. Yeah. My dad was killed in a gunfight, literally. Oh, oh my God. Oh, gun, okay, corral, whatever you want to call it. And it was over oh. drugs, nonetheless. So I'm not saying I'm a big drug fan. But at the same time, not a fan of my dad either because of what he had done to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but growing up, I realized in high school that I liked guys. Mm-hmm. And there were quite a few girls that I liked, too. So I'm not saying I was confused. I knew what my preference was. I liked the athletic girls. Yeah. I, I liked the athleticism where you you went out and you played baseball or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, I liked the guys too. Mm-hmm. Um, one guy in particular, which just absolutely amazed me, but that's the past. Um, growing <laughs> up, you know, I eventually met my wife. Uh, we married. I uh, had two kids. Um both uh, the doctor could not repair her the way women are supposed to be repaired if that's what you want to call it like a pesiotomy right um but she was damaged literally Mm -hmm. uh, literally inside and out Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And me, I'm not such a, I toot my own horn here, I'm not a small guy. Um, but literally. Literally, <laughs> physically. <laughs> um, but the pain mm-hmm. that I caused her whenever we would have sex, mm-hmm. I'm not into that. I'm in there for the pleasure. Mm-hmm. I like to provide the pleasure. Yeah. And that gets me off. I don't even have to have, I, I don't have to top. I don't have to be the bottom. It's just orally, everything's great. Uh, you know, we get along fine. So um, one day, you know, we're at church, you know, my daughter, she's 18. Um, my son is seven years difference. He's 10, whatever. Um, and we're all, we had this, like a, a cafe type thing where we would all sit down together, not necessarily talk about church things. We would talk about what's happening in the world. And then one subject was brought up. And there were certain, the subjects were written in such a way that they, you couldn't, Offend? I don't know how to explain it. They were not coerced. They were down a certain path, meaning you couldn't deviate. Mm-hmm. And in it, we were talking about gays, gays lesbians, transgenders, queer, um, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, we were all sitting there eating our teas, drinking our tea and eating our crumpets because we all brought food. It was kind of like a potluck type thing. And um, we were sitting there and... The pastor asked, well, what is it that the gays, lesbians, transgenders, queers, what is it they want? And the entire church was quiet. Because most churches are conservative. Most churches don't cross into the realm of, Mm -hmm. oh, I could be gay, I could be straight, I could be lesbian. They don't cross into it. There could be some that are there, but they're not going to voice it because... They're in a conservative church. Most churches are conservative. There's a few that's probably... Well, that and the backlash. Right. I mean, think of the backlash on all the other ones that have done it before. Right. And And that's a very scary thing. It is. Because now you're no longer a part of the church. Yeah. So I sat there and my daughter, she's at another table. And she looked at me and she's uh, waving her head back and forth, no, looking at me. (laughs) And I'm nodding my head. Or no, she's nodding... Yeah, she's saying no mm-hmm. back and forth, and I'm nodding my head, yes, I'm going to say it. Um, and, you know, in essence, it was to support her because she's my daughter and I love her, no matter what right, sex right, she is, whatever she wants to be. Um, but at that point, I says, I might as well just say this mm-hmm. here at the church. You know, we're supposed to be a loving environment. Let's see what happens. Exactly. You know? I'm here to support my daughter. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but it's kind of like my coming out moment. And that's why I told him, we just want to be loved, you know, and it goes along with acceptance. It goes along with being true to yourself as well as others being true to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, I don't know, I've always been, I've always grown up in that atmosphere with my mom where she will love me no matter what, you know, and I love my daughter no matter what. I love my son no matter what. If, if he wants to be Whatever he wants to be. Those are forward-thinking people, though. You know. And not closed. Right. They're very open to and suggestive to other things. And and I'm not saying I'm, you know, I'm out there a flaming homosexual. No, I like men and I like women. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, It's disappointing. there isn't anything wrong with that. When you see people point the finger like, you shouldn't do that. Because I stand up and I say something. Mm -hmm. So don't do that. That's not cool. You know, it's just so there's, there's kind of the context. It moves up to the church and the church. We, I, I said my piece, um, went home and my wife was like, 
I did not know this. And I looked at her and I said, there were lots of telltale, telltale signs. Wait, she didn't so know that you were She didn't something. know you were about that? Yeah. Mm, I, I wouldn't. She may have had indications. Right, right. But I was raised by a woman to respect a woman. Mm. So I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I understand the bodily functions, mm-hmm. but I understand and I empathize with a woman. You know, when I saw my two children being born, you know, yeah. to to do something like that for a man, the man that you love. Yeah. You know, you're now birthing their child. Yep. You know, that <clears throat> is an empathy for me. I, I, so I completely understand women in that regards. I don't know how their inner feelings are. I don't know postpartum depression. I don't know that kind of stuff. You know, yeah, I get depressed too. But at the same time, I'm like, buck up. Got to keep moving. But it's you more know? psychological. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I yeah. can't, I can't know what that is but for me to come out at church you know that was a big thing and especially in front of my wife in front of everybody else you know but at the point I also and I joke about this and Mm -hmm. maybe I shouldn't now I'm 51 I'm fat I'm fabulous 51 moving on this is me if you don't like me you're gonna have to move on yeah I'm not here to make you happy I'm here to make myself happy we and, like you, you know, a lot. I, I have accomplished the American <laughs> yeah, dream. You have. You know, uh, my children are proud of me. Mm-hmm. I'm, proud of my, I'm proud of my children. I'm proud of my wife, you know, and we we have a great business relationship and we do love each other, you know. That's there's all no, that matters. There's no hate, mm-hmm. you know. It's like, oh my God, oh my God. We may not have sex, mm-hmm. you know, and there's some psychological issues that I'm sure she's working on as she's told me other things as well. Um, But for me, I tend to do my own thing. I don't flaunt it. I don't say, hey, babe, I'm going out with so-and-so. You know, I... You have respect. Right. There's that dignity, and that's what I give her. Does that make sense? That makes absolute sense. Mm -hmm. I think the the people who are not amongst the the majority, if you're a minority in any way, shape, or form, you have a hard time getting the majority to allow you to live your truth. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, because they expect you to live by their narrative. And that's mm-hmm. what labels and stereotypes and judgments, that's what they do. They create a narrative for someone else to live in, and it's, and it's not their narrative. And right. that's what I tell people all the time is you, you create your own narrative. Because if you live by somebody else's narrative, then you're living their life, right. they want, not your own. Live your truth. Right. And so that's why I wanted you to share that, because that's that's important. We all are seeking that, that very same thing, which is uh, to be able to express ourselves and be ourselves without being judged uh, and stereotyped and typecast and ridiculed and mocked and all those other things. It's funny. It kind of has a, um, I don't know how to explain this. Being married kind of has a benefit when you're out there and you're, I'm going to say it, when you're out in the meat market and you're looking for a guy, you're looking for a girl. They tend to look at you like, oh, you're married. Oh, so somebody likes you. Oh, so you must be good. You know, they, they throw it into those categories. Um, whereas some people don't have that ring. Well, okay, you're good looking. We're going to do it this way. You know, they, they only zero in on one aspect versus, oh, there's something here. But He's that's variety. That right. So I, I look at, you know, so it's kind of like kind of a good thing that I hadn't wear, married because they're like, oh. Oh. Well, you also have security. Right. That's what they're saying, too, is that you have security. You've been married for longer than a couple of, you know, whatever right. it is. You're established, like you've said. Right. So, yeah. You have something safe. to lose. Yeah, you, right. you're you safe. 
and and there's quite a few people I've met a couple people that you know I they were I don't know how to say it they they were established I just didn't feel like I'm more into a quality type relationship Mm -hmm. if that makes sense I want something where I can build something where I can go out and hang out in the mountains I can go out and go camping I I want something that creates a bromance if you will a brotherhood you know And, and that's what gives me more pleasure in my life you want whereas, the adventure part of it right whereas some people just wham bam thank you ma'am and yeah. then it, that's it to round up by what i'm saying my wife and i have a relationship that is strong um and and maybe she doesn't feel it is at some points there are some times when i don't think it is but we're together. We're stand by each That's other. That's what a marriage is, though. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah it, you're supporting each other. Right. Yeah. And, and we give each other. We lift yeah, each other yeah. up. Definitely. That's know? the way it's supposed to be. You know, yeah. and, and maybe not even just marriage, just relationships just in general. Exactly. You know, because yeah. I... They all require maintenance. Any relationship requires right. maintenance. No matter if it's mm-hmm. a man or woman, two women, two men. Right. You know, it's, it requires maintenance in order to keep it going and make it work. Right. You know, when it falls apart is when one or the other or both just... Say you know we just this is not repairable or they're not willing to try to fix what's what's wrong. Um, you know, I would say it probably took my wife four years after that to finally accept that. Wow, you know, he is a good guy, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, he may be bisexual, but I love him. I think we're gonna take a break here and come back. I want to thank Ethel for coming. I enjoyed this. Yeah. I hope to come back again. Oh, we would. Yay! We back. would love to have yeah. you back. Not out yet because we're going to have you participate in our Take, take a, a Bite. Take a Bite. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So everybody stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. Yay. Gotta go pay some bills. Ladies, are you tired of water-based lubes that don't do what you hope for? I know I am. That's why I'm happy I found Wicked's No Mess Water-Based Lube. It's allergy safe latex compatible, and the various flavor selections are so tasty, unlike other flavored lubes that leave your mouth with that nasty chemical aftertaste. The salted caramel and strawberry are my favorites. I also love that they're a vegan-friendly brand, so come down to any of our five-store locations and try out a bottle today. All right, everyone, welcome back. Um, It's finally time for our Take a Bite segment. This is a segment where we have a question of the day. We have our special guest Ethel here to chime in, and this is Callie's baby, so I'm going to let her burp it. Burp it. First of all, I want to say thank you for all your honesty and everything, and thank you for coming in. Awesome. I've enjoyed this. Please, you come back whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> so my my thing is is that um, it was in the press, I think this week, about what Demi Lovato was saying. So she says that, you know, uh, gender reveal parties are getting a lot of notoriety. Yeah, not just Publicity. because of yeah of that that they're you know killing people while trying to find the sex of your your boy or your girl or whatever. But she said that it's not politically correct to determine what your gender is while you're still pregnant because she feels that. If the baby doesn't understand what sex it is yet, catch my. I, I do. Catch um, my point. Uh, and I don't know if I agree with her. The one thing that I, I tend to believe you're either male or female, no matter what you want to 
believe yourself, with the exception of hermaphrodites. They do exist. Yeah. And, and I will say, you know, a hermaphrodite is not able to produce um, unless they clone you. Um, and that is because... Well, where would the baby come out? Well, well, I mean, both parts are there, but being understanding, you know, where right. where um, there wouldn't be any because scientific scientifically, it's proven that you wouldn't be able to because mm-hmm. your your body it negates one for the other or something like that. It doesn't let it happen. And it's like well, there's no room. It very well could be. I mean, be where like, is it going to well, come out? The penis? I mean, that's just not going to well, happen. Well, they would still have to do the C-section like they did um, with a man who decided to carry a baby. That was in the news quite a few years back. Oh, that's like um, old school. Right, but yeah. they would still be able to do it. So I understand that aspect. Um, but I tend to believe in the scientific pr- approach, whereas when a doctor is going to operate on a person, if it's a male who's conditioned or transitioned to become a female... That doctor is going to look at the medications that are helping that person become a female. Mm-hmm. And that medication may not be supplied for whatever procedure is going to happen. So they have to, as a doctor, look at it as, this is a male. They're putting out male hormones. They're being suppressed because of the medication to be the female. Or, or whatever the case may be. It could be vice versa. Um, so I tend to believe that way. Um, it's more in my opinion, a mindset. If a person wants to be a woman and they feel they're going to be a woman, then they're going to be. But she's saying that while they're still in the womb, that they that a gender real, reveal party is not... Well, you when can, you don't know if that gender is going to be that gender. You know okay, what I mean? In no, this world, and, you can and, be any gender you want. Or and, any gender you want. And to support that... Um, when my wife and I were trying for our first child, mm-hmm. um, when she finally became pregnant, we didn't want to know if it was going to be male or female. So we bought everything yellow and green. Yeah, you bought it by our... Um, bought general neutral, neutral yeah. colors because we didn't color. know. Yeah. And, and and we did that intentionally. Of course, we bought diapers too. We prepared ourselves mm-hmm. because in nine months, a baby's going to come out. We're not going to know. So in that case, now the joke is... When she got pregnant the second time, we needed to know. We need to know what we're going to come up against, what we're going to have to do, what we're going to have to buy. I think if somebody wants to throw a party because they're going to have a male baby, let them throw a party because they want to have a male baby, a gender reveal party. The child later could turn around and say, I don't want to be a male. Hopefully the parents will support that. But they don't want that to become a prejudice. That's the whole thing. I, I don't know if it's a prejudice. I think it would because be more of, I'm proud that I'm having a baby. Nowadays, people can use, you offended me oh, right. a lot more than they can to just suck it up right. and go on your way. You know what I mean? People right. are now, you know, I'm offended by, now in the news, Dr. Seuss books. I grew up with Dr. Seuss. I'm pretty sure, Andre, you grew mm. up with him. You probably grew I up did. with him. So where is the line of what I, I is think said? it would be more of a personal preference. Maybe Demi doesn't, maybe she felt pressured to be who she is now. Um, a lot of actors and actors are pressured to be who they are. Um, because they, you know, we, we put pressure on them as a society. Want to be a doctor, lawyer, actor, singer, dancer. 
you make money in those fields. So she she basically is getting slammed for her. her yeah, I, I can see why. She said transphobic is not just about prejudice against individual trans people. It also is a way of thinking that understands non-trans people as much as more neutral, organic, and erases everyone else. So these ideas like a gender binary fuel mistreatment of all people, but especially trans and gender non-conforming people. So I guess my question would be to her following that would, would you want them to have a gender reveal party where it is neutral, green and yellow? So she went on to say gender reveals are based on the illusion that genitals gender and that they are only two options, boys and girls. This definition erases the fact that are there boys with vaginas and girls with penises, which is true. We do. Hence, you know, the... Hermaphrodites? Yeah. And then also they have this thing on Pornhub that's called Lady Boy. So it's twinks that are very feminine, but they have... Breasts. They have breasts and they have a... But I would yeah, presume... Yeah, but is that, from, is that from ingesting hormones? Right. I would presume. I could be wrong. Yeah. But I'm I would a, presume... I'm assuming that because they don't actually show the general part. Right. Well, um, and... Which was co- very confusing to me. And uh, so I can understand that, but I would still... Uh, maybe she's trying to create drum up the, uh, the publicity... It doesn't make any sense. To you know, me. I mean, I, how do you, if you have a gender reveal, what's wrong with finding out it's a boy or a girl? The only thing I can see offensive is if she's saying, well, you can't tell if it's going to be a hermaphrodite or whatever these other categories she's considering. Right. It, it doesn't reveal that unless, unless that's what she's trying to say. Because otherwise, if, if you're having, a, what's wrong with saying, you know, you're finding out, well, I'm going to have a, a boy. That, so she's saying that that boy has to. Because they're, neither, she's they're maybe, neither boys nor girls. The idea think, that sex is based on genitalia is inconsistent with science. But I, to support part of her statement, I think she could be thinking along the lines of, I have a gender reveal party, it's a boy, so now you're going to treat that boy as a boy and you're going to push that boy to be a man, to do the boy thing, Correct. to play the football, to, yep. to, to go that extra yep. step. Whereas she doesn't want that. She wants you to be as neutral as possible. If I'm going to support her statement. Now, that's great. The only problem I have is when you get to the scientific aspect and they're on the operating table, that doctor is going to look at that chart and go, this is a male, even though it has female parts. Definitely. I have to operate on this person as a male. And vice versa. This female could have become a male. Okay, you're taking hormones to grow the hairy chest. You're taking hormones to have the testicles. You're taking, you, I have to stop that because I'm doing the medical treatment that is required if those hormones have a contradiction in what I'm doing. I have to treat you with what you are born with. So I can understand that. Are there boy drugs or are they girl drugs? I mean, just to say. Well, yeah, because there's estrogen, there's testosterone. And, and it's just how it is. It's how doctors work things. I'm not a doctor. No, no, I know you're you not. Know, I'm making that very we're clear. Not, we're right, not doctors right, right. either. Right. And I, I, I get that. And 
just to, to speak to that point real quick before we leave, is my thing is, I understand what I guess she's trying to say, we're going to treat her as a boy, but just because you find out it's a boy months in, let's say you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just say I don't know, I don't do a gender reveal, and my wife is pregnant with a boy. I was supposed now, to be a boy. Okay, that's fine. Now, at that point in time, I'm thinking, okay, he's that's cool, I'm have a boy, I can teach him basketball, play sports, right. all that, right? Right. Now, if I don't know, I'm still going to do the same thing. Right. I'm going to take a sport. So what's the difference if I start thinking it then, or if I start thinking, it's not like because I know my thought process is going to change. I'm still going to treat him like that once he's here. Right. Or she, if it's a girl. I guess what I'm saying is, even even if I knew it was a girl, and say we're going to do, because I don't, I don't look at it personally as you're a girl, so you're going to necessarily do girly things. I'm just like, oh, I'm having, a, it's a girl. Right. Now, when she's born or whatever, and as she grows up, if she shows a natural affinity for shooting guns, playing sports, then I'll nourish that. Right, right. But just because I know what she is before she's born, that doesn't mean in my mind I'm going to pigeonhole her into doing stuff that just girls do. Exactly. Now, maybe right. that's what she, if that's yeah. what she's trying to yeah. say, and, and I think then I, she, I guess I can kind of understand somewhat what she's saying. I, 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 I kind of think she's... That she's already trying to give you the role of playing a girl. Girls or, or can't... Yeah, die, girls... Yeah. That girls can't do this. Girls can't. Right. Only boys can be in the navy. Back in the way back, you know, boy right. stuff like that. Right. Um, so you're I, already I, having a con- preconceived notion of what she's going to be when she before she even comes out. She should have just said, "If exactly. you have a child, and your child goes this direction, continue to nurse that child in that direction, exactly. whether it's male or female. Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, and, if they're and she gay, just if they're that. whatever. Right. Yeah." So, you know, nourish them because it exactly. I mean, it actually ties into what I'm getting from her is that during these gender reveals, when you say it's a boy girl, she's saying that you're already writing the narrative for that child. Uh, and exactly. I can understand so let yeah. him being born yeah. and then let them, right. yeah. But the thing with her is, you understand, is you can that at any time you can do that, you right. know what I mean, right? So I can try to write a narrative for that person even if I don't know when they're born. I can just say, you're a girl, this is what you do. So it's just the individual allowing the person to be who they are. Like we talked about earlier. Right. Yep. And and that makes perfect exactly. sense because yeah. in the end, you know, we all want love. We all want acceptance. Yeah, exactly. We all want validity. You know, and how you go about it, It's what makes us way. human. Yes. Yeah. And not, a, you know, Neanderthal. Right. It makes us connection is everything and it does i connect to you you connect to me i connect to andre we all connect in some way you know and that would be a great subject connecting (laughs) (laughs) and on that note we're going to say goodbye to ethel thanks for coming thank you you for having me oh my god thank you so much i enjoyed this i hope you guys asked me oh Oh my god is there any shout outs you want to give tuesday house tuesday There, no, no. Um, there is a site. I don't know if a lot of... God, I don't like promoting sites. I don't even wear shirts that promote advertisements because mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. I yeah. Oh, I am disturbed. Sorry. You know, it's okay, but it's because I work in the advertising industry, so I don't like giving right. out free no, advertising. Um, there is an app, uh, and most places have it maybe. It's called the Nextdoor app. Um, love it. Oh, yeah. I know someone has it. And a friend of mine and I were administrators of it. Of all things, okay. um, and it's for gay, lesbian, transgendered people to get on there and talk. Oh, um, and awesome. he puts out 
he he's more I'm gonna say this more on the educated side than I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I don't promote the educational aspect of it. Um, but he the guy Kamar he puts information on it that does prompt thinking. You know, he had one on there about sex toys. He had one on there about um, identity. He had one on there about um, body dysmorphia. Maybe yep. that's what it is. How yep. is that how you feel about your body or mm-hmm. how? Mm-hmm. Um, he had quite a few of them, and I didn't get around to reading all of them. But a few of them, I sat down and I actually read when I had some downtime, and I was able to respond. And it's a very good app, I would say, for that particular subject. Okay. And we invite people in all the time, or other people invite other people it's in. Next door app. It's, it's on the next door app. And how can they reach you? On my social media, so yeah. it'll be on Instagram. And it'll be Taste of Forbidden Fruit on oh, Instagram. Oh, sounds good. You can reach me. It is dreit.is.dre on Instagram. And thanks for tuning in. What about you, hun? How can they reach you, or do you oh, not want them to reach you? Uh, not not available to reach yet at this point. Okay, moment. you got it. <laughs> Sorry about that. If you like to reach him, you can contact. Did not him. mean to reach you on the spot. Contact us, and we'll reach. There out you to go. To we got it. Thanks again, everybody. Be safe and treat each other the way you would want to be treated. Exactly. Amen on that. Bye. Bye. Bye.